Life is hectic, so wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with Factor's chef-crafted and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. With over 35 options a week, including keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and more, they've got a variety that fits your lifestyle. Factor has restaurant-quality meals ready to heat and eat in just two minutes. They also have various easy options for the entire day, from breakfast to midday bites, smoothies, and more. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is a nutritious and delicious experience, and it won't break the bank. You can customize your meals by choosing 6 to 18 per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule deliveries anytime to fit your schedule. Factor meals are 100% hassle-free, giving you more time for what matters. Head to factormeals.com slash otherside50 and use the code otherside50 to get 50% off. That's code otherside50 at factormeals.com for 50% off your delicious, hassle-free meals. My name is Janet Thurgood. I had a near-death experience in 2009 as a result of adrenal failure from living with 25 years worth of autoimmune illness, Lyme's disease, chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, I think my story actually starts when I was a little child. I've always been very spiritually sensitive. I've always had kind of this knowing of who I am and where I came from, but I couldn't put words to it. I didn't understand it and no one else was talking about it. And because I was so sensitive, I would have dreams and visions and be very aware of spiritual beings that were around me and with me and talking to me. And so as I grew up, I kind of got made fun of for some of that stuff. People didn't understand it. And so I put that away. I pushed it way down so that I could grow up and be an adult. And what I've learned about that is that when you put your spiritual gifts and your spiritual sensitivities away and you swallow that down and hide it, it can come with biological consequences. And I think for me, the biological consequences was this illness that I was carrying for so long being trapped in a sick body. And I think that it was brewing and building over time that eventually I think God really wanted to crack me open. So what happened was, you know, when you live with autoimmune illness, you have good times and you have bad times. And I was in one of those, actually I would come and go in and out of the good and the bad times. But oftentimes when I would get at my sickest, at my lowest, I would lay in bed and say to my husband, I feel like there are forces from beyond the veil trying to suck me out of my body. I mean, that's literally what it felt like when I was at my sickest. I was experiencing anxiety and depression and obviously chronic fatigue and pain. And it was really difficult to wend my way through life. I ended up having six children. I ran a full-time cleaning company out of my home. I was busy with involvement in my church. And as a result of that, I think that it really taxed my physical body, my adrenal glands, you know, they can only handle so much of that kind of stress in daily life. So for me, when I would hit rock bottom and be at the sickest, I would lay in bed and literally fade in and out of my body. And I think that as I had those kinds of experiences of floating above the body and seeing my body laying on the bed from up above, the more often I had those, and I literally had hundreds of them when I was very ill, uh, I think it started to thin the veil for me. And so as the veil began to get more and more thin, I became more and more spiritually sensitive. 
So in one of my opportunities to start to get my health back and start to get better, um, I sold my cleaning company. I put the kids back in school and started just focusing on self-care. And a part of that self-care was exercising. And I didn't realize at the time that an exercise regimen was not what my body was ready for. And I ended up having adrenal failure. I was exercising with a group of women from my church and an almost, you know, 10, 15 minutes into this, this workout, I started not feeling very good. In fact, before even getting there, I was not feeling well anyways, but I thought, you know what? No pain, no gain. I'm going to push my way through this. And that was not a good option <laughs> for me because my body actually did go down. I started feeling dizzy and weak and shaky and, and I collapsed. And as I collapsed, I was laying there in the park as the rest of the women were finishing their workouts. And the last thought that went through my mind was, I'm going to die here. And I knew that I was leaving my body. I could feel myself being literally pulled out of my body. I could feel my extremities getting hard. My arms started to curl in towards the body. My legs went stiff. I couldn't move my body. I started to notice that I lost my vision. And then the last thing that started to go was my ability to breathe. And that was terrifying for a small moment. So I panicked a little bit as I was laying there. I knew that I had no control over the situation. I knew I had to surrender to the situation. And so I did. And as I popped out of the body, sort of moved in a direction that was away from the whole scene. I saw that women were coming to gather around to see what was going on. I was lifeless. They said that my my lips turned blue. They couldn't get a pulse. They were trying to resuscitate me. Several of them called 911. Some of the women were crying. But as I was in that space of going from panic, the panic flipped almost immediately into peace. And as I moved farther away from the body, I noticed that the feeling was just this feeling of overwhelming love and peace and it was effortless and smooth and easy and i wanted to go more towards that feeling and i continued it was like my free will was steering or navigating if that makes any sense i knew that i was going somewhere i didn't know where because at that point i still didn't have any vision i couldn't see anything but i knew that etherically i was moving in a direction and that my free will was navigating and so as I continued to navigate in the direction of peace, I began to get perspective. I began to see from above the situation. As I looked back at the women who were freaking out and panicking, and some were crying, some of them were on their phones calling 911, and I could hear the sirens, I could hear the ambulance coming to save the day. But it was interesting for me to notice that as I was witnessing the situation from like an external outside perspective, almost like it was hovering above the situation as I was witnessing that, I remember thinking, I don't understand why they're acting that way. They were, everybody was so stressed out and they were freaking out. Some people were crying, they were panicking. One woman was slapping my face, trying to get me to revive trying to get me to breathe again. And she, she was saying, come on, Janet, you got to breathe. And they were, they were calling to me, come back, come back. And, and I remember thinking, like I was in such a peaceful place. I was not having the same kind of experience that they were having. And I remember thinking that 
It felt strange to me that they were so freaked out, and yet I was in this place of absolute love and peace, and I felt compassion for their situation. I did not leave the body for very long. I was only out for a short time, but I know, and I didn't go to heaven and I didn't speak to angels in that moment, but I know that I hovered in that threshold between this physical mortal dimension and the other side of the veil. And as I hovered there in that space, I was given an opportunity to choose. And what was recommended to me, I was given the, the, the ability to choose, but it was recommended that I stay with my body, that I go back into that body. But I remember as I looked back at the scene and watched what these women were doing and watched how it was playing out and tried to gain understanding for what was actually happening. I remember thinking there were three things that hit me the most. And the first was, as I look back onto the body, I remember thinking that the body was, it just looked like an inanimate bag of dirt and water. So it was lifeless, it was not animate, it wasn't doing anything, it didn't have any power. And as I looked at that, it was a strange feeling to think how familiar that body looked in the moment, but yet at the same time separated from it. And so the perspective that I got in that moment was, I used to think that I was that body when I would stand and look in the mirror or get ready for the day or come and go and greet people and have experiences in my life. I thought I was that body. I thought that that body was my persona. And so in that moment when I thought, you know what, that body's lifeless. That's not me. I'm over here and that body's over there doing nothing. And so I began to question, I began to ask questions and I began to think to myself, if I'm not that body, who am I? What is this? Why am I still conscious? Why am I not panicking to breathe? Why am I not freaking out? Why am I in, I am in this state of absolute peace and bliss and love? And then that led to the next discovery. So as I continued to ask these questions, who am I? What is this? If I'm not the body, then who am I? That led me to the next understanding that was given in that moment. And that understanding was death is not real. Death is a doorway that we pass through. It's a corridor and our souls are eternal. There are aspects of you. There are aspects of me that are conscious, eternal identities. And that was a pivotal moment for me that I still to this day have not forgotten that learning that there is a part of you that is the same yesterday, today, and forever, that is always conscious, that is always going to be there, that will never die, that will never run out of time, that will never have anything taken from it because that part of you is everything. That part of you is all of the love that you think you're seeking in this world. You are all of that. And so in that moment of having perspective downloaded into my consciousness, into my soul, I recognized that there is nothing that can threaten an immortal, eternal being, nothing. And so that ended my bout with depression and anxiety in that moment. The third thing that I think that I recognized and realized in that moment, that short brief time of popping out of the body was I feel, I always tell people this, that I feel like I stepped into the oneness. So as I asked the question, who am I? If I'm not that body, who am I? I stepped into this feeling of, I am every blade of grass. I am every sand in the sea. I am every mountaintop. I am every star in the heavens. 
I am all that there is. I am the container of the universe. And in that knowing, I started recognizing that I can see myself being reflected in all of creation. And that oneness is something that every single one of us as human beings have access to. And I didn't know that I had access to that until I popped away from the body. So I'm grateful for that. This experience was a catalyst for me for expanding my consciousness, for stepping into the oneness, for, for realizing that I'm one with you. I'm one with God. I'm one with all creation. And that how I see it now, I'm a quantum healer now, and that and this is really the catalyst that ignited and sparked the desire for me to study quantum healing and quantum physics and to step into that expanded consciousness so that I could help other people heal. And it's in the recognizing that that's who we really are as eternal beings inside of these bodies is what healed um, my 25-year battle with autoimmune illness and chronic pain and sickness. So for me, the takeaway has been, it's not really about death. It's not really about dying. It's about opening. It's about opening and expanding. God is, is inviting and encouraging all of us to come to know ourselves better. And, um, and I think that's the purpose for NDEs. I also don't think that NDEers, people who have near-death experiences are special. I mean, we're all special, but I think every one of us can be having experiences like these once we recognize who we really are. And so for me in quantum healing, what I've learned is that you can have an NDE anytime you want to just by going deep within your body. You don't have to pop out of your body. You don't have to be in a car accident. You don't have to have adrenal failure. You don't have to have severe sickness in order to connect with the oneness and connect with the divine. So those were my takeaways from my near-death out-of-body experience. I, after I went home from that, some of the after effects of it were people would ask me, what was that like? And the first thing that I said was, I will never fear the process of death again. It was so easy. It was so smooth. It was so gentle. It was so kind and compassionate and peaceful and, and not scary at all. I used to fear the process of death and now I, I never will again. The second thing that I noticed as an after effect of having this experience of popping out of and moving away from the body for a short time was when I came home from the hospital after that day, I remember looking at my children, I looking at them running around and playing and playing at, my, at the foot of my bed and I could literally see through the crust of their bodies. And I could see their infinite, eternal identities as well. And I could see how divine and glorious and radiant and luminous they were. I could see how they were so much more than their personalities. They were so much more than their physical bodies. And, um, and that's something definitely that I personally feel um, I want to teach to the world is that you are more than this physical body. You are more than your programmed experiences. You are so much more than your memories, your beliefs, your attitudes, your emotions. Those are the things that avail you. So when you learn how to step into the oneness, you really literally is like having a near death out of body experience, only you're having it deep inside. So um, for me, it felt like 
Somebody had literally put a set of glasses over me, like I was looking at the world through a totally different lens and seeing things from a more vibrant vantage point, seeing things from the vantage point that I am you. I am that tree. I am that blade of grass. I am one with everything in my experience. And when you recognize that you are one with everything in your experience, you start treating the world in a very different way. You start valuing things in a very different way. And so those are my takeaways. That was the learning that I got from it. And that was actually where my 25 year battle with Lyme's disease and autoimmune illness ended, was in the recognition of who am I as a divine eternal being.